Dear Diary, there's so much happening this month. First of all, Dijanae and I are celebrating our 14th friend anniversary. What's up and welcome to the Carefree Black Nerd. This is a conversation about representation in comics and related media. And today we're going to get into the proud family, louder and prouder. Man, so season two just dropped not too long ago. At the time of this recording, I want to say it was three days ago, four days ago. It dropped on February 1st, 2023. And oh my God, my timeline, I must be on the right timeline because my timeline is full of reposts, reshares, quotes, video clips, images, discussions. Louder and prouder is where it's at. I'm your host, Rain Coleman. Please be sure to use that hashtag CBNPod when you're listening to or watching over on the YouTubes this episode installment and let me know what's what. Getting right into it, I have to say I slept on this series. So when season one of the Louder and Prouder reboot, extended timeline dropped, I did not participate <laughs> i did not pass the assignment so what i did though was play the series kind of in the background as i did housework cleaning up doing laundry all that good stuff and i never truly gave it the attention that it also desperately deserves and that that's i'm kicking myself for it. but actually no i'm not because i was able to get caught up more on that later uh so louder and prouder is the um kind of second installment i don't know if this is considered a reboot or if it's just extending the series to like a third season third and fourth season i'm just going to say reboot for the purposes of this uh conversation so you let me know in the comments if it's something else but this reboot was done so well i, I used to watch this show as a kid way back in the early 2000s and that um, it was always good, but I, it came right off the heels of the 90s explosion of, like, fantastic representation for Black folks and TV and comedy and movies and shows and networks and all that good stuff. So it just fit in that space. And, man, I have to say that this reboot fits there just as well. You were supposed to be home by 8. I was doing homework with friends. Okay, well, Mr. Washington called and said you haven't done any homework in two weeks. Huh? Daddy! I'm sorry, baby girl, she didn't give me a key. Okay, so The Proud Family is a Disney animated sitcom that uh, premiered in September of 2001, and it ran until, I believe, August 19th of 2005. So the original series had two seasons, about 52 episodes or so, and it was on the Disney Channel. And Disney and Nickelodeon were killing it back in the day, Cartoon Network as well, and this was one of the stellar programming. So stellar, so st like Disney was killing it with the animation and with the theme songs because we all know how iconic that Kim Possible call me, beat me, if you want to reach me, if you want to page me, it's okay. Christina Milian did that. But this, the Proud Family had the Solange Knowles featuring Destiny's Child singing that theme song. And bruh, it, ah, ain't nothing like it. That was like a golden age of like, but good conversation, wonderful programming, and phenomenal music all infused into one, and I loved it. So um, there was a there's a host of characters, and I mean, let me just pull this up because this makes no freaking sense. The amount of talent. So you got. 
Kyla Pratt as Penny Proud. Duh. Joe jo, hmm. jo Marie Payton, who you may know as uh, Harriet Winslow. She plays Sugar Mama. We got Karen Melina White as Dejanay. And I love Dejanay's voice. Dejanay, what I love about this show is that nobody, there's no clear right or wrong. Like, there's episodes where things happen. It's like, oh, you could have did that differently. Oh, you're the quote-unquote bad guy this episode but all in all this is a really good series that shows these kids and characters as a whole sometimes you're right sometimes you're wrong but nobody's ever like extremely malicious unless it's like to service the episode and even then it's like this wrapped up in a bow lesson that we've learned from all this um we have tommy davidson as oscar we got Cedric the entertainer as uncle bobby like there is stacked cast and uh, to revisit the music for a second, of course, we had Destiny's Child. Then they have some, like music. You got Aretha Franklin, Alicia Keys, the OJs. Like the music within the show was always so good. And that did not, uh, they did not let us down in that regard with this new series. Like, bruh, this just hit all the points that it needed to. Like, uh, kudos to them. So let's move it forward to a couple days ago. Normani, Normani, Normani. So a clip of the character Giselle, who is a pop star in the Proud Family universe, surfaced, not surfaced, um, released, exposed, somebody posted it <laughs> online of her singing um, a couple bars of this phenomenal song, You're Lucky. And when I tell you, if you haven't seen that or heard that song, what are you waiting for? I can't do it justice, but <clears throat> you're lucky. I let you. Oh, it's it's good. It's it's ah. So Normani as Giselle absolutely killed it. Now Normani is a um recording artist who came after me. After my prime teen years, I still enjoy her voice. I like the music that she's released, but this right here, I'm hoping she capitalizes on this. This Giselle character and that song, ah. Uh, Give me a full version. Give me a full three to four minute version of that song. Let me hear it. So seeing that clip that someone posted and hearing that song, I kid you not, that song grafted itself onto my skin, into my DNA. I was hooked right away. And because of that, I went right back to Louder and Prouder, season one, episode one, and I binged it. I spent the entire last two days going through this series kicking myself for not doing it sooner, but also patting myself on the back for waiting so that I could consume two full seasons of this stellar programming. So shout out to Normani. <laughs> shout out to everybody who tweeted and leaked, presented, posted that clip because I am not going to lie. I was um, sitting in my car when I saw the clip and I sat there just to like warm it up because we're dealing with snow ice winterness down here and i was like all right let me listen to this i looked up and it had been 30 minutes to me playing it on repeat like ah this is my jail <laughs> so i'm not ashamed to say that i'm a stand of giselle and i hope she appears again in season three more times than not <laughs> Now, 
Now, keeping in tradition of Proud Family and their musical guests, we even had Little Nas X. Now, Little Nas X was in the Old Town, Old Town Road two part, uh, which was the last episode in season one of the reboot and the first episode of season two of the reboot. And man, when I tell you they did not disappoint, like seeing like the music part was there, but even apart from that, having his character be, I think he played Junebug. Junebug Town, but being so integral, like seeing a two-part episode of a retcon of Sugar Mama's family life uh, to give us that deeper backstory, something that we didn't really get way back in the early 2000s, but that was stellar. The artwork was great. Having the Afro-Indigenous um, uh, scenes were good as well. Having, I'm trying not to spoil too much, but there's a romantic element to Sugar Mama's past that just makes sense and it didn't feel forced and it doesn't feel like trying to force in and check all the boxes with diversity and representation it made sense and i enjoyed it um and i'm seeing nothing but glowing reviews online now there could be some folks who are against it but we don't we choose not to see that <laughs> but if there's legitimate cause for concern of course bring that up but everything that i've seen from indigenous and afro-indigenous communities online anyways has been positive, especially about that particular episode. Um, then there was an episode with Lizzo where she, again, not to spoil too much, um, she addressed or helped a character address their changing body and the rejection from their friend group because of it and being more confident in this thing that has changed and made them slightly different than they were before. And that was stellar as well now um unlike um Lil Nas X Lizzo played herself <laughs> and it was fun it was fun even Maury made an appearance on this season which was like eh. it worked though um I want to say he voiced himself and Gabrielle Union I want to say she was the model lady but she I heard her voice on there as well and for me a lot of the fun was watching and enjoying this the season but also trying to figure out without looking it up online who was this character why does that voice sound familiar where do i know them from and uh normani's i never would have caught i'm not gonna hold you i would have never caught but she is the uh gateway drug that brought me into this season in this series i'm here let's make this quick i'm on your team but i'm not wearing your little blazers and i'm not learning your secret handshake wait wait we've got a secret handshake nobody told me and most of all, no posting pictures on hologram. And if one of you Poindexters tags me, Myron, I'm out. So with this series, they, <laughs> I binged it. I'm sorry, the reboot, season one and two, done in under two days. And I say under two days, and it would have been quicker if I hadn't been at the, working at the pyramid tonight. If I wasn't there, I would have finished it quicker, uh, much sooner. I like the... I like the show. It feels like a very good transition from the original series. Um, they dealt with your hormones and your body changing as a preteen teenager, um, LGBTQ issues, racism, autism. Um, that, and that episode really got me. Like it, um, I don't know. It's, I'll just say it got me. I don't want to spoil too much, but dealing with that. Um, dealing with your hormones, dealing with your friend groups, dealing with falling out, dealing with being adopted, dealing with being different, dealing with preferences. There was an episode, um, and I don't want to spoil that, but for those of you watch, you know, a preference uh, in dating 
And that one is the one that really had me kind of side-eyeing the show. I was like, God, y'all got to bring this together for me. You got to bring it back together. And I think I still am down for a conversation about it. Uh, but they did. They they brought it together. I I had no doubt that they would, but the discourse leading up to the everything tied up in a pretty bow was like, I don't know, y'all, but they did a really good job. Um, and then with the autism episode, I really, really, I'm one who, I'll say this, I enjoyed Dro on Insecure, him and his wife, and their representation of a particular kind of relationship that is sometimes uh, looked down upon and sometimes something that is presented as, oh, we don't, that's not something our people, we do. And that is vastly different from this show, though, two totally different uh, demographics and whatnot. But in the way that I feel for that leg of representation, I thoroughly enjoyed this as well. And I uh, really like it because, again, the show handled it well from where I'm sitting. They provided enough conversation to get conversation going if that is something that uh, maybe someone watching may be experiencing themselves. And they provided enough options and enough dialogue, which is what you want from, you know, programming aimed at kids, but also aimed at me because uh, this is definitely <laughs> what I watched way back in the day. But um, that's what you want. You want something that can give you some education, start have start some conversations <laughs> and make this um, something that's not so unheard of or unspeakable. Autism exists. It does. And it exists in many different forms. And many different layers it presents differently in other people and the way it was presented in this episode i really liked because i don't as much as i see these conversations online and i have them in my day-to-day life with other people this particular presentation of it is not something that i'm familiar with and it's like oh maybe i need to look a little bit deeper into that why is that why don't i know about this but i thought that was a really good episode and even the ending of season two that's another one that took me a minute i'll say that i'll say it took me a minute um they got there it is a cartoon so there's a lot of things that happen that are just like <laughs> silly as hey like somebody pulling a bullhorn out of their pocket or something you know just something silly uh but i think that this was a, a really good really Man, really good show, and it should be watched by all. And why should you watch it? Well, if you enjoyed the original Proud Family, this is definitely for you. No matter the age, this is for you. Um, The topics tackled were done really well and tastefully. Uh, There wasn't wasn't anything that felt extremely inappropriate. Um, I remember in season one, the backlash that the show had received from some viewers who are upset about the Michael character. And Michael is a full front and center just as much in season two as he was in season one. And the thing about representation is it pulls things out of the darkness, out of the shadows, and it lets them be known. It lets you see folks and people with things for what they really are, or what they could be, or what some versions of them are. And so instead of being a token character with the zippy one-liners, Michael was a part of the story, um, much like everyone else. And that is one reason above most of them that I say, watch this 
show. The other thing is, I think this show did a really good job at pulling in things from the first series. They did the flashbacks in the original um, artwork and everything. They did not redraw or reanimate anything. They just pulled from those. And they did it sparingly enough where it wasn't every two episodes you get this deep, long, drawn-out flashback. And they brought up some folks that I actually forgot about. <laughs> like, even with DJ's siblings, when we see them on screen, I was like, oh, I completely forgot about these kids. Um, there are some recurring uh, antagonists. Uh, one of them mentions the penny, like, how long you been? What do you say? How long you been in the ninth grade? 20 years? Something like that. <laughs> it's just fun. So I say, give it a watch. See how you're feeling. Um, if it's for you, you know, you'll know within the first, I'd say, give it two or three episodes. And if it's not, that's fine. But if you like Proud Family, the original series, this is definitely for you. So go ahead and give it a watch. <laughs> <laughs> so again, this is uh, Rain Coleman, Carefree Black Nerd. You listen to this episode in podcast form and you want to talk about it, hit me up on those online, on those Twitters and those TikToks, Carefree Blurred. Use that hashtag CBN pod. Let's talk about how you're lucky. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Um, if you want to email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Y'all over there on YouTube, jump in those comments. Let me know what you think. Did you enjoy this season? Did you enjoy this series? Or are you heavily against the reboot? If you are, that's fine. But I'd like to know why. I'd like to know why. And uh, until next time, y'all, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And if you wake up one day and realize there is a double gamer version of you and the rest of the world, do your best to tell your greatest joke and be prepared to fight to the very end. <laughs> All right, John. What a surprise to me as I hear in passing the celebration of freed men who sing Jubilee. No signs of that here, as Christian Smith would say. Stop the festivities. The Negro doesn't have a day. What's Jubilee? That's what they called Juneteenth back in the day. Wait, you mean they still weren't free after Juneteenth? How did that happen? The Emancipation Proclamation only applied to Confederate states. Union border states were not required to abolish slavery. So it's true. Lincoln really didn't care about freeing enslaved people. Actually, he wanted to deport us. <gasps> Why are we just learning this? This should be the first sentence of his biography.